Welcome to the Healing Intuitively podcast. I'm your host, Shannon Amrine, and I am here to guide you through the awakening process. I'm a 23rd dimensional Akashic Record Keeper, Quantum Healer, and Star Channeler. This podcast is designed as a tool for your awakening, activation, and ascension into higher consciousness. We will talk about all things related to consciousness, channeling, star beings, and so much more. Excited to have you here. Let's dive in. Hello, my friends. Welcome back to the Healing Intuitively podcast. It has been a while since I've been on here and recorded an episode. July, as expected, was an incredibly energetic month and yeah, there was just a lot to move through and sit with. And I don't like to show up on here. Yeah, it's been almost three weeks. Um, I don't like to show up on here unless I can show up in really calm, neutral, loving energy. And so when I'm in the midst of moving through some intense stuff, um, I don't like to show up, or it's not even that I don't like to show up, it's just that I don't want to show up um, if I can't show up to record in an, in or from a neutral space, because energetically, um, everything that I share has an, has an energy to it, and so if I'm sharing about what I'm learning, but I haven't fully integrated it yet, then I'm not sharing it in the best way I possibly can. Anyway, that's why sometimes I take a bit of a break because I'm integrating something really big and I want to be able to fully discuss it in a really neutral, loving, energetic way before I... Yeah, I want to be able to just to be in that place before I record. So... Anyway, here I am. Um, this is a solo episode. I'm going to be talking about a range of things. This is a little bit of like a catch up. Um, here are some of the big big things going on and I want to discuss. Um, so a little update on my life. I am apartment hunting. I haven't shared this publicly yet. I'm apartment hunting in Colorado. Um, hopefully, by the time this airs, I will actually have an apartment, but we'll see. I may or may not. Um, and so I spent part of July, or part of July, I spent um, a few days in July driving to and from Colorado from Phoenix, which definitely took um, a lot of energy and was part of the reason that I didn't didn't want to record a podcast episode because I was pretty exhausted um, to look at apartments. And yes, besides that, um, I am, I have been moving through another quantum healing. So if you've listened to this podcast since last summer, then you've probably listened to my episode about my quantum healing that I had last summer around this time. It was a little earlier. Um, and in that podcast episode, so if you haven't listened to that, go back. It's either June or July of 2020 that that episode aired. And it's really interesting um, because what happens for me is every, every June or July, 
I have a quantum healing. I have a big like culmination. I heal a new layer of something that I've, I've been working through. Um, and this year, as you all know, a big part of my quantum healing leaping has been about um, healing deadness inside of me. That that came up in June, and I've continued to work on it into July, um, and we're now in August, and I am still integrating a few pieces of that. I thought I thought it might t- be faster than it was. So I know in a podcast episode, I think the last one I, I released, I said I was going to do a master class um, deadness healing class um, by the end of July. Obviously, that did not happen. It will most likely be in August. Um, at this point, I do feel like it will probably be this month. But um, yeah, I've been working with the deadness and that um, the deadness, the reason that that even I was even became aware of that was because I've been working on um, sexual healing, healing my sexual energy for a long time. And then it really, really started to speed up um, in May, June, July to the point where I started seeing so deeply how connected, uh, something I've always known, but like started to, to see in a way that I could articulate much better for everyone in this community, everyone that I work with, um, how connected our sexual energy is, which is our life force energy to how we show up in the world, to healing our bodies, to healing our physical realities and our spiritual mental realities, um, to healing deadness inside of us and sexual, um, sexual energy is really what made me aware of, um, the deadness inside of me. I had a very intense, um, sexual experience in June, which, um, in a very good way, um, which left me feeling so alive that I, it freaked me out. And, um, I realized, oh my God, I haven't been alive. I haven't been fully alive. And that's where then I started down the path of realizing the deadness piece. Um, and, then from there, as I was working through that with by myself and with my shamanic teacher, because this was in the last month of my apprenticeship, she asked me to go do some journeys one week and go to all of the, the shamanic guides I work with and journey in the way she taught me to figure out, like to answer the big question, how, how did I heal myself? Like I have, I have it down, right? Um, my quantum healing course, Healing Inside Out, literally has the quantum healing process I used to heal myself for one of my really massive healings from Lyme disease a couple years ago. Um, but like even more specifically, like what the question was essentially like, what have I not been able to verbalize or put into words? How did I heal myself? And, um, what came through so, so clearly was orgasm. And so if you follow me on social media, you've seen, I've been, in the last three, four weeks, I've been talking a lot more about the power of your orgasm and of your pleasure in opening you up to healing. Because once I got that answer from my shamanic guides, I then sat and reflected and journeyed and journaled. And I was like, holy crap, that's so true. I had never put that together because I don't talk about it that that openly because it's felt taboo to talk about it openly. But um 
orgasm has been absolutely massive in opening up my ability to heal myself and opening up my connection to my body and being able to talk to my body like I teach in my my courses and heal and um, one-on-one is talking to your body. One of the biggest ways I do that, and I hadn't even put it into words until about a month ago, is um, via orgasm, via connecting into my body's pleasure and then using that to crack open my body, crack open defenses and talk to my body. And I've been doing that for years, 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 years. And so... (laughs) The reason I'm going down this this path, because you've probably heard me or seen me talk about some of this online already, is because what I am going to be doing um, next week is a masterclass, um, healing and reclamation masterclass, journeying to your pussy. So I have done this, I've been doing this by myself for again, literally years. Um, Everything I do, I test on myself. I work through myself. Sometimes it's for years. Sometimes it's for months. Sometimes it's for weeks. Everything I do, everything I I teach, everything I use, I work on with myself first, and then I bring it to everyone else when I get the guidance to. So this masterclass journey to your pussy is going to be a journey, a literal journey, a guided journey using some of the um, energetic techniques that I have learned and become um, very comfortable, proficient um, in within my shamanic work to take you on a journey to your pussy, to your yoni, whatever you want to call her, um, to the actual physical anatomy there. Because in order to tap into our sexual energy, we have to be able to connect into the physical aspects of ourselves. there. A lot of, a lot of women, um, a lot of, a lot of pussy owners, um, I have this conversation a lot with people like don't even, may not even fully know what they look like there, what everything feels like. Um, There's definitely some disconnect and fear that I've noticed in general. And I mean, I used to feel that to a certain extent, not deeply. I felt it, um, you know, as a young teenager, but I've always been really fascinated by this. Honestly, I used to say that my dream job would be to talk about sex all the time and like help people there. And I, Basically, that's what more and more of my healing work is turning into. So there we go. But this journey is going to take you through connecting to every part of your pussy. So from the outer the outer lips and genitalia up through the vaginal walls, up into the cervix, up into the uterus, fallopian tubes, ovaries, connecting in there, feeling, talking to the body, and talking to the body to understand and release the trauma from this life. This is going to be focused on this life that sits in the that area and that part of your body to help you bring back in your ability to connect into your sexual pleasure there. Um, there will probably be a second masterclass I'll do. I'm going to start with one now, but um, I very highly... <laughs> very definitely foresee doing a second to connect into the pussy to talk about talk to her about um, the past life and ancestral energy that that is held there Um, but we'll start with this first one and that's going to be next Monday 
August 9th um, at noon Pacific. That's 3 p.m. Eastern, 9 p.m. European time. Um, those are the ones I know off the top of my head. <laughs> and it's going to be about an hour and a half, and it's $16 um, to join. So 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 affordable i want to make it like almost a no-brainer affordable um basically just enough to like just enough to to make it worth it to run in terms of like what i have to do on my end for it but like i don't want it i want it to be like the most affordable thing you could possibly do with me for an hour and a half long deep journey um and also there's going to be some deep healing work i will be sending through and performing as well for everyone who's there so the link to sign up for that is gonna be in the show notes and if you can't make it live it will be recorded i will it will only be recording me it won't record anyone who um is there so it it will be anonymous in that sense um but there will be a recording sent out as quickly afterwards as possible so you can still come even if you can't make it live. But that's what I'm going to be doing with this to start. Um, I've already started doing this work with my heel group, um, which is actually incredible to be able to talk through this with such an incredible group of, um, of women. It's truly, truly, truly amazing. And lots of doing this work with one-on-one clients as well. So the sexual energy is super related into deadness. Um, deadness in any sense, like deadness does not have to mean that you feel like that you had a near death experience. Like I did, it can, it can just mean like feeling out of place or numb or not fully alive or like, oh man, it's hard to be here. Life is difficult. Like deadness comes in so many forms and it's basically the word that I am called to use to describe any place where you just like don't feel lit up like just kind of numb or like blah, neutral, that's deadness. Even more specifically, of course, deadness refers to any place where you've literally um, died to a part of yourself. But even if you haven't had that specific experience in this lifetime, any type, most pretty much all of us in some way might hold some deadness at some place in our body. And so releasing that to bring back our full aliveness is really important and the fastest way to do that is with sexual energy the thing i the other thing i wanted to share today is i want to talk to you a little bit about past lives because this has been a really um significant thing i've been working with so you may have noticed i don't talk about past lives nearly as much as i used to and there's a really good reason for this and that's because um, I found the, the deeper that I do this work, the more grounded I become, the more connected into the human world I become, which is important because we can't do this work if we're not in the human world. Um, the more I, I see past lives as incredibly interesting, yes, but also like very distracting unless we're using them in a very specific way. And that's what I've noticed people getting lost down is the distraction. And so I want to avoid that. Um, and I've done it myself. So I only look at past lives in this at this point to understand why something's happening in this life, which is what I did before too, but I don't like just look for past lives anymore because I do have one of my gifts is the ability to see past lives. Um, it's one of my strongest channeling gifts, but I've found that I 
prefer to use it much more discriminately at this point as opposed to just being like, oh, let me see what comes through um, because I don't want people to get lost in the past lives. And um, the other thing with past lives is that, um, well, what when they come through, the things that come through, the aspects that come through, come through because there's a piece of that that's showing up in this current reality right now that you need to look at, you're being asked to look at. And that's why it's there. And so talking through and looking at past lives is useful, is really mostly useful if we're using it to um, figure out why something's happening in this current life and what the past energy is connected into it and how can you know where's the ego holding on to it where's the body holding on to it and how can it be released so that's how i use past lives now um, and the other part of past lives that i want to talk about is that they're not always true what we immediately see this is something that i've noticed this started to come into my awareness um, in a bigger way in april i've shared this um, very briefly on here but a former um, someone I considered a sister and um, uh, no longer no longer do because of uh, a lot of a lot of work clearing so much stuff asked me to channel some past life stuff for them and um, there was a, it really pressured me to and I really succumbed to that pressure um, and the energy was just really, really bad. Um, very, very unaligned, very egoic. And I, I fell into it too. So this is 100% like me being accountable for that. And the information that channeled through, I said, you know what? I don't think this is true. I don't think this is right. This feels like this is very ego and I feel very pressured and I don't want to, I want to like sleep on this and then try again. Um, because this doesn't feel true. And then this person went and took that information and spread it around um, before I'd had the chance to double check it after like working, grounding it, grounding it and rechecking it um, and making sure that I felt it was even real because there was so much ego in that space that, that we were in together. And so at that point, once I was, I had had the chance to be clear of that space and wash off the egoic energy that was in that space, it was immediately clear to me that that past life was not true. But to this other person, it was incredibly true because the ego space was really, really, um, really heightened for them. And so that was my first real place where I stopped and looked at past lives. And I was like, okay how much of what we remember as past lives are truth like even when we do a regression how much is of what we remember is truth and how much of it is our ego giving us a story and there is a difference right because it is possible to have true past life memories but it is also possible to have ego memories with past life work and quote-unquote ego memories because they're not really real they're what they're distorted they're distorted because our ego is getting in there and we're not we're not allowing ourselves the space to see the truest, clearest picture. So I share this because here's the thing with past life stuff, it's not always 100% true. And so, um, and it can evolve over time. Like a past life that you saw three years ago, if you went back to that past life now, as you've done more healing, is it the same past life? 
do you see the same things? Because as you heal in this life, you're also healing in that life. You're healing that energy. So is it the same? Um, and my answer to that a lot of the times is no, past lives start to fade. Um, that's part of the quantum healing process, actually. So this is something I've been aware of for a while, but it's just become much more grounded. Um, and, and I've found better ways to articulate it um, in the last couple of months. And that's why I'm sharing it now um, after I've integrated it and really understood it for myself. But because as we heal in this life, we're also healing the other versions of ourselves in other lives. Are they even the same? And and no, they're not. And then what if, what if um, has, has been the case for myself and for other people I've talked to and worked with? Um, you have past life memories that as you become clearer and clearer in your energy and in, in your inner knowing and intuition, more and more gets revealed and they're not, they're not the same story you thought they were. Um, there's a whole other, a whole other, um, discussion there. Like who, what if they're not the same story you thought they were? So that's, that's one place I really like to take a look at, um, for myself and for others, especially when I work with someone for a long time, I like to go back and look at past lives that we see at the beginning and see how they change over the time as we work together and we heal more and more. Um, but what I wanted to share with you all is a really interesting case of this, of how past lives become clearer and our understanding of them morph over time. So at the beginning of this episode, I mentioned a quantum healing episode I did about a year ago. And at that time, I talked about a past life regression that I'd had. Um, I'd seen, I've had this memory um, for a past life memory I first saw about five years ago. It was the first part of it I ever saw put me into remission from Lyme disease for three years. Um, and then I had to go work on it more to fully heal from Lyme disease. And it's become clearer and clearer and more and more detailed over the last five years. Every June or July of the last five years, I've gotten more and more detail um, around this memory. What's happened is that I've gotten even more detail around this memory this, this, these last few weeks um, because what I talked about in that quantum healing, uh, quantum healing episode last summer was having another understanding and healing for myself from a relationship I was in four to five years ago at this point. Um, and that relationship was tied into this memory. Um, and that memory has been something I have used for four to five years um, to, to um, justify being... I can now say, honestly, I wouldn't have real, I didn't realize this, um, until recently, but to, I've used it to justify keeping my, you could justify keeping my ego in charge and keeping me safe by, um, in, in this specific instance, by using that memory to hold on to what I now, what I would call self-righteous anger, um, saying, oh, I'm angry about this and this and this and, and my version and the things I've seen in this past life can only be the true version because this, this and this and this um, really hurt me. And so I have to use this memory. Um, and every time that I see more of the memory, it just feels like it 
um, or this life, it just feels like it confirms my ego perception more and more and more. Um, and so that was, and it has healed me in many, many aspects. It's helped me heal in many places to have this, but it has never allowed me to release, um, release a lot of energy. And so this last month, um, this person came back into my life, um, in a sense, and we have had a chance to, in, on the physical human level, discuss a lot of, a lot of things which have caused me to look back at this memory, this lifetime I've seen between us that I've held as truth and used to keep my ego, like, validated so I could keep myself safe for four four plus years and look at the places where is this really true or is this been, um, have I not been seeing the full picture because I have been too deep in my emotions, too deep in anger that I hadn't released, um, too deep in hurt, too deep in heartbreak that I've never fully dealt with because it was too painful because it truly was too painful to feel some of this stuff, um, the way that this went down in this life. Um, and so I've had the opportunity to have <laughs> some significant ego deaths, to be significantly triggered, um, to look back at this memory in a much more neutral, finally, finally, in a neutral, clear sense and, and actually finally see the full truth of it, which is that everything I thought was a, was an illusion or not everything, but part of what I, I'd been holding on to as using this, this memory to, um, validate everything I felt was an illusion of sorts. Um, and been able to see what the real truth was, um, which has been really, really interesting, really interesting to have that reflection, really interesting to see, oh, this is the, this is the real truth. What this horrible thing that, um, I've thought happened in this past life, which was essentially that I thought this person in this past life killed me in this really horrible way. That's what I've seen. And that's what, um, I've, been able to understand from memories, from past life memories, it's not actually true. I finally was able to go in in a really neutral place and see, oh, it wasn't that that person actually killed me. I thought they had when I died, but it wasn't that person. I was able to go back and see the truth, see what really happened. And then it, that's caused some deep ego death of like, wow, I've been holding on to this for so long, holding on to this anger, not letting myself heal, holding on to deep blame. And I hadn't even realized I'd been holding on to it, honestly. Like, I thought it was released. <laughs> I really thought it was. So I was not consciously holding on to this. And um, realizing the fallacy of, of past life work, um, the fact that it's, it's more complicated than we necessarily want it to be sometimes in our human brains. The fact that there is a lot more nuance and the fact that this is where the Akashic records um, can, I think it's really important to talk about how to use them because that's how I've used, that's what I've used for a lot of this. How are 
how the space that we're in when we do this work can really impact what we receive. And I don't care how clear you are, how clear your channel is, there are still going to be times, even when your channel is really clear, that what you are experiencing is still going to impact what comes through. And that's something I've really had to sit with for myself and have that ego death of, um, okay, sometimes our sometimes my emotions impact what I receive. And I now have a lot of techniques that, um, especially for myself, like especially for, for the self, that's, that's really what I'm talking about here. Cause it's a lot easier to be, um, detached when you're channeling for someone else, at least in my experience. But for ourselves, it's really important to be constantly checking ourselves, constantly checking our channel, constantly checking anything that we're receiving about past lives or soul contracts or blah, 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 um, ancestral stuff to make sure that we're not um, creating a story that feeds into what our mind wants the story to be as opposed to seeing what the true story is. And sometimes we can't see that true story for ourselves. That's where having someone else go in to space for you and channel for you can be really helpful or it might take you four years like it took me to see the truth about something. <laughs> um, but yeah, past life stuff is it's all a story and there's truth to it and there's also storytelling to it. Um, and so that's why I don't talk about past lives in the same way or even if you work with me, you'll notice I don't talk about past lives in the same way. Um, I'm only interested in them if, if they're really connected into what's going on physically in, in your current life. And that is what I found to be a much healthier way of looking at them because otherwise it's another form of bypassing what's going on now in order to make, find something that maybe makes us feel um, makes us feel more important or better about something. But um, it's really just a form of, uh, it really can just be a form of bypassing. I see that a lot. Like, for example, um, the past, like looking into past lives to see, oh, I was an Atlantean XYZ or Lemurian priestess or priest or whatever, or um, I did this in ancient Egypt and I'm going to like hold on to that. And it's like, okay, that's bypassing. If you're just looking at your past lives and being like, oh, I did this in a past life. So I'm, I'm, um, you know, infallible in this life. Like that's a form of bypassing, um, what's really going on and really looking at what's going on in this life. Like, I don't care if you were a priestess in another life, if you're not like embodying that or acting that like that in this life, <laughs> you're not doing anyone any good by saying that. So, um, yeah, past lives are a really interesting thing um, to consider. And if you're doing past life work for yourself, um, because that's, again, that's where most of the distortion can come in, I believe, is when we're doing it for ourselves or if we're doing it for someone else, like in my in the example I gave of like doing past life work and not having strong enough boundaries. At this point, this was several months ago that I very quickly um, sat with this and fixed it for myself. So I will never put myself in that situation again. But if you're doing past life work for someone else and they're really in, in an ego story and will only, you know, are looking for you to confirm what they want to hear, which is exactly what happened in this case for me, um, you know, checking, checking the distortions that are coming through because that energy will distort what you're receiving. It will distort what happens. Um, and I actually, um, Anyway, yeah, I don't even need to go deeper into that. It doesn't matter. Um, that specific story doesn't matter. I don't need to go deeper into it. But um, yeah, I think 
I think that's the overall, oh, so the reason I'm sharing all this is I had another, I've gone through my, my quantum healing of the summer. I'm still integrating it, but it's been all to do with the deadness and then with the healing of this, finally, finally the healing of all of this that I've held from this lifetime and past lifetimes around this relationship with this one person, um, like such deep healing. And, and actually today, the day I'm recording this, um, is the day I actually piece last bits of it together. And I sat, um, I was called to be in the pool as I was doing this. And I sat in the pool and had these realizations and sobbed, sobbed and coughed because I cough out energy, um, which in the time of COVID is kind of interesting because I'll like start coughing like I'm dying and it's, it's literally energy. But if I'm around people, they're like, oh my God, what's wrong with you? Right. Um, I sobbed and coughed and coughed and released so much energy, um, so much grief. Um, and, and some of it was from this life, but a lot of it was from this past life where I, I believe this person that I loved so deeply had killed me. Um, and then how that had affected this life itself um, and all of the the difficulties that have arisen from that in this life, both just in my life in general and in relating to that person in this life. Um, and that, that intuitively feels to me like the last piece of deadness. I could feel it. It was really interesting because the way I died in that life was I was pregnant. And when I was doing this this afternoon, I was in the pool and my stomach bloated up so big I, I i i literally like put my hands on my stuff and i was like holy shit it is like i'm actually pregnant again like i was in that life and it was so interesting um because by the time i like i finished sobbing and coughing out this energy um, my stomach like de-bloated a ton it's still moving through i'm still moving through some of it like it's not totally done but this is this is my quantum healing of the summer um and it, and then I, I, once I'd finished coughing and, and sobbing, I then um, came inside and did some really deep cervical orgasm healing to release more of it um, and integrate in the aliveness and um, the remembrance of the truth. And that was really, really powerful. And then um, what happens when I do that kind of deep healing, like do do really deep cervical, which means like um, using something to um, actually work with my cervix, um, which works better at different points in your cycle too, right? Because your cervix changes depending on what your menstrual cycle is, like its position changes. Um, but when I do that kind of work, which I found to be the most <laughs> freaking powerful work, honestly, um, and I will talk about it more deeply over time and in, in, in future master classes. I'm not sure if I will in the one coming up next week. I don't know if we'll get that far um, because there's a lot to cover, but I will talk about it more. But when I do the deep cervical um, womb and orgasm healing work, when it's especially with the deadness, which is one of my biggest things, um, I am absolutely exhausted afterwards because it's such a huge release it's such a huge burst of energetic release that I honestly sometimes can't move for like a couple hours like I have to like lie in bed or sit on the couch and like not move for a couple hours 
after I do that because it's such a huge release. And so that's why, that's why this masterclass next week on Monday the 9th, 12 p.m. Pacific, the Journeying to Your Pussy Masterclass, that's why I'm doing it because the reason I, I've gotten to the point where I can do this work um, so deeply with my own body is because I spent so much time journeying to and talking to my pussy and talking to my physical self um, to really work through this. So anyway, I think that pretty much wraps this up. I wanted to share that the past, about past lives, about how things can become clearer and clearer over time about how we can release energy using the power of our sexual um, our sexual energy and orgasm, which I will continue to talk again more deeply about. Please join me for that masterclass. I'd love to have you there because this is the work that, this is finally like even more of what I want to, of what I, what I, what I um, am here to help heal. Like this is, my guides have, I guess it's the last thing I'll share. My guides have been talking to me for two or three years at this point about how I am here to really work with sex and sexual energy and like sex magic and all of that. Um, Cause orgasm can also, you've probably heard about this, be used for manifestation. Absolutely, f- absolutely fucking phenomenal and powerful to use it that way. Especially it becomes more and more powerful and easy to use when you've done the work with your physical body to be really comfortable and safe in that energy as well. Um, but I've been getting that message for years and I finally, um, finally feel ready. Um, not even feel ready. No, I am ready. Have gotten the message and the guidance that I am ready to really step into that. So yeah, this, this quantum healing, this quantum healing of the summer, (laughs) um, which has been multi-layered has really, um, helped me step into that. So Anyway, thank you for being here. Thank you for listening to all of this. Um, and last little thing. So Masterclass, again, is going to be the 9th at 12 p.m. Pacific. I'll have the link to sign up in the show notes. And um, the Elemental Embodiment Journey, which is about embodying your sexual energy using the elements, um, is available. It is fully live for the podcast listeners only. I'm going to have another link in, my, in the show notes Um to grab that for 25% off. Um, and that will be like life. I, I'm that code will, will be active for quite a long time. I don't know if it'll be lifetime, but it'll be active for quite a long time. So even if you come to this a little later, hopefully likely still active. And, um, and then I have a couple of one-on-one spots that are going to be opening up in the next, um, I have one open right now. I have a couple that will open up over the next two to three weeks. So you are interested in diving into your healing, diving into your sexual um, awakening and embodiment and all of this amazing thing, all these amazing things, then reach out to me. We can book a discovery call together um, just to talk about it. No strings attached. And then lastly, I am starting to do soul retrievals, shamanic soul retrieval sessions. Um, there, there are a few available right now that are the first introductory ones. Um, if you have worked with me in the past and you are interested in these sessions, they are super, super discounted. 90 minutes plus integration 
help um, for 133, um, then please reach out. Please send a DM to my Instagram at shana.amrine and I'll send you what it looks like. And um, if you feel called, you can book one of those. And uh, there are also packages available of doing three soul, three soul retrievals together for 333 um, spaced out over the appropriate amount of time. But a soul retrieval helps bring the pieces of your soul, the pieces of your energy that have disconnected from you um, that, or that you have disconnected from um, back into your energy, back into your space. They're incredibly powerful, the most powerful tool, honestly, that I've ever learned. I, even more powerful than the Akashic Records, more powerful than anything else. Um, so if you feel like there's something that you haven't been able to fully integrate or bring back into you and you want to, I highly recommend a soul retrieval. Um, and I say, um, ideally I'd like to have worked with you before because a soul retrieval is so intense and I want to make sure that you're ready for it. Um, if we haven't worked together and you're really interested, please still send me a DM and we can chat and see if it's the right fit for the moment. Um, but yeah. Okay. That's it. That's everything. Thank you for being here. Thank you for listening. Love you so much. And, um, yeah, I'll catch you next time. Thank you for listening to the podcast. And if you like this episode, please share it with friends and family. Uh, please rate and review on iTunes. It helps so much to bring more people to this platform and yeah, I'll catch you next time.